Today's Shira Mishnah Buryomi is Daf Kuf Lamid Gimel Omud Beis. And we'll be actually completing Simon Kuf Dalad, Hashem completing Kuf Hay, and starting Kuf three very important parts of important Simonim in Shulchan Aruch about the Shmonesrei. The Mechaber starts at the very top of the page. Eino Posek, one is not permitted to interrupt the Shmonesrei, lo Kaddish, lo Kedusha. In the middle of the Shmonesrei, as important as Kaddish and Kedusha are, Shmonesrei is more important, and you're not allowed to interrupt your silent Shmonesrei to answer Kaddish or Kedusha. What should you do? Mechaber says, Elo Yishtok, you should be silent, you pause in the silent Shmonesrei, V'yichavin, you listen intently, L'masha Omer Shliach Tzibur, to the words of the Kaddish and the Kedusha that the Shliach Tzibur is saying, and that will be adequate, V'yek Oneh, and it will be like you answered it yourself. The Bir Halacha brings down over here in Dibur Amaskel via Kone, the famous Machlokis over here brought down by the Beis Yosef and the Darki Moshe as to what is the status of a person who over here is Shomeya Kaone, when he stops and pauses over here, is it really like he's answering or not? Because technically, the Mishnah Brura over here in the Bir Halacha says, This is based upon a famous Machlokis, because there are those that say, the Yishomim, the Kivan, the Shomeya Kaone, who Kaone Mamish, if listening silently is really like answering, so then, also Mitam Hefseh, that you're not allowed to interrupt. And nevertheless, and yet, the meaning is that we do allow the interruption. So this is actually a fascinating and important machlokis as to what is the status over here of the person who was silently listening, but we'll just go through the simple basic din over here without getting into all of the details behind the din. So the Mechaber essentially said that you don't talk, you're not allowed to say the Kaddish and the Kedusha, but you are allowed to pause and listen to the Chazan saying them out loud. So the Mishnah Brura in Siv Katan Chavav writes, Kaddish over here means, We do not say the words, Yisbarach. Now this is a whole separate question as to how far are you supposed to answer when you say, There is the opinion that you should answer, and Yisbarach. However, the Vilna Gon says you shouldn't say the word Yisbarach, and therefore in a situation where you're not allowed to talk or interrupt, we don't say the word Yisbarach. So here, certainly, when you're listening, it means you should listen until at least the end of Omei Omayah. Then the Mishnah says, The same halach applies to Baruch You listen to Baruch and this your footnote number 36, he brings down, and this means that you listen till Baruch Hashem HaMvaruch L'Yolam V'Ed is repeated by the Chazim. Sivkat and Chazayin, you're stoked, you're silent, until Ad Yisbarach. As I already mentioned, until the words Yomei Omayah, until the word Yisbarach. The issue footnote number 37 says, the halach of being in the Shemun is included from as soon as you said the words Hashem, Sofasai, Tiftoch, at the beginning of the Shemun That is already considered like you're in the Shemun and you're not allowed to interrupt. Sivkat and Chavches, the Mishnah Brewer writes, V'yeh Ke'one, it'll be like you answered. And this is in regards, L'inyan She'yetzei Bozeh Yidechiv Kaddish Tukdusha. In this way, one fulfills his obligation to hear the Kaddish and the Kedusha. The issue footnote number 40 points out, however, from Chaim Kanievsky, that you still are required to interrupt and pause over here, even if you already did hear Kaddish and Kedusha, and it is not considered an unnecessary pause. And that's exactly what the Mishnah Brewer then says, When you pause over here and listen, that's not considered an interruption. The issue footnote number 40 brings down from the Kafachayim that if your Kavana is going to be disturbed by this pause, then you, one doesn't have to be mafsik. And he adds, furthermore, that if you can't really hear the Shliach Tzibur, you're too far away from him, you also don't have to interrupt your davening if you're not going to be able to hear the words that he says. 
Dishu footnote number 41 brings down the famous Shuva from the Igris Moshe, from Moshe Feinstein's Atzal, who says that you have to be able to hear the Chazid in order to be able to Yotze. If you can hear people next to you, one isn't able to be Yotze with them, unless one specifically arranged with them before the Dabni that they should have in mind to be Motzi him in the words of the Kaddish or Kedusha, and you can hear them, even though you can't hear the Chazid, and then you could be Yotze. The issue footnote number 42 brings down a famous question as well. If one is in the middle of Shomei Atfila, we know that one can ask for any request that he would like at that point in the Davni. So what happens if you're in Yisrael and Shmon Esrei in the middle of the bracha of Shema Koleinu and the Chaz is up to Kaddish Kedusha? Can you answer at that point? You would be allowed to ask for anything else, so maybe you can answer Kaddish Kedusha in the middle of the Shmon Esrei at that point as well. So he brings down from the Tzitz Eliezer, who brings down from Rav Yitzchak Inspector, the Kov Nurov, Zatzal, that you're not allowed to answer in that situation. And he brings in the name of the Nitziv, why not? Because you're only permitted to ask for personal things. And this Kedusha, Kaddish, things like that are of a communal nature, and therefore you don't have permission to drop your private Shemun with a Bakosha that is not for your personal needs. In that situation, it would be considered Kemosif al-Abrachos, like you're adding on to the Bracha, which you're not allowed to do. Then the Ramah adds, Hoya Omeid Betfila, if you're in the middle of Shemun Esrei, and they call you for an Aliyah. Ain't no posik. You're not allowed to interrupt to go up and get the aliyah in the middle of Shmon Esrei. The Mishnah Burin Sivkot and Chavtes explains, the imposak baze, if you did stop and go and get the aliyah, and likewise, v'chein l'kadosh u'kadosh, or if you answered when you knew you weren't allowed to, the kadosh u'kadosh, dino kisoch b'mezid. You have the halachic status as if you talked on purpose in the Shmon Esrei, which you're not allowed to do, and as we learned in yesterday's shir, v'ladas ha-poskim d'shom chose l'rosh, according to those poskim, let's say if you talked on purpose, you have to go back to the beginning. You'd have to go back to the beginning of the Shmon Esrei. However, if the person didn't know the halacha, he thought, Kaddish and Kedusha are so important, of course you must be allowed to answer them in the middle of Shmon Esrei, even though he's mistaken, but he thought he was correct, so he's considered heavy kishogeg. He's considered as an accidental performer of these Averos. He doesn't have to go back to the beginning. The Chanal, as we've already learned in yesterday's year, this is considered interrupting Bishogeg, and you don't go back to the beginning. Mishnah Baruch continues in writes of a Korol to say for Torah, they call you up for an Aliyah, for all made Achatil Shmon Esrei, but you finish the Shmon Esrei, Afil lo Hizchal Adayin Alokai Nitzar, but you haven't yet begun the Tachanunim at the end called Alokai Nitzar Lo Shnei Meira, then you would be allowed to interrupt to get the Aliyah, posek Ola, and go up and get the Aliyah. However, Achizor Lomar Yula Ratzon Kodem, you should first say the Yula Ratzon. Dishu footnote number forty six brings down that this is according to the opinion of the Shulchan Aruch that we're going to learn later on. However, the Ramad disagrees over there and says you don't have to say Yularatzon necessarily, and if in fact you can't, don't have the time, you can't say the Yularatzon, then you could go up and get the Ali even without saying the Yularatzon. Siv Ches. Achar Shesiyem Shmon Esri Brachos, when you completed the Shmon Esri, Kodem Elokai, Nitzor Lashini before you said the last Tachanunim paragraph, Yachalanos Kedusha Vekadishu Brachos, as we've already just pointed out, at that point you're no longer considered in the middle of the Shmon Esri, you still haven't finished the Shmon Esrei totally, but you're not considered as if you're in the middle of the Shmon Esrei, and at that point you would be allowed to answer these Dvarim Shavikdusha, like Kedusha, Kaddish, and Barucho. And the Ramad says, these Dina will be discussed further, Ayin Lekaman, Simen Kuf Chof Beis, and we'll wait till we get there for a much deeper discussion. However, the Mishnah Buri in Sivkot Lamed does write, Hainu Sha'amar Gam Yula Ratzon Kodem Elokai Nitzor This, again, he brings down the opinion of the Shulchan Aruch that you should say the Yula Ratzon prior to answering any of these Kaddish Baruchus or Kedusha.
The Imlokain also lacks it because he says, according to this opinion, it says he has to say Lila Ratzon, you're still considered in the Shmanesri until you say Lila Ratzon. As the Ramah already alluded to, the Mishnah Bor says these salochas will be discussed in greater detail there. That's why the Ramah wrote this, because he disagrees with this opinion of the Machaber, and this will be discussed again in greater detail when we reach Simon Kuf Chabez, and that concludes Simon Kuf Dalit. Now we begin the very short Simon Kuf Hey. If a person ever has to dive in two Shmonesis in a row, what are any of the special, unique circumstances that apply? There's only one Sif, and the Mechaber starts off in Sif Aleph. If a person dives two Shmonesis back to back, you have to stop and pause in between the two Shmonesis for a period of time. The amount of time that it will take you to walk for Amos, six to eight feet, again, a second or two. Why is this? So the Mechaber says, Because the second tefillah is a supplication, and therefore you have to make sure that your mind is set, and you can concentrate and say the second tefillah as the appropriate supplication that it is. Let's see what we exactly mean by this. So the Mishnah there is no Ramah on this simon. The Mishnah says in Sivkot Nalev Shtei when does a person say two Shmoneses back to back? Kagon, for example, Shachus and Musaf. You could say one right after the other. Oh, Shashachach, or for example, if a person forgot to dive in a Shmoneseh, below his Pavel, V'tzorach Lashlima B'zman Tfilos Shalach Rao, He's making a Tfilos Tashlumen, which we've talked about already, and that is when a person unless he did it bemaze, it missed out on a tefillah, even if he did it through his own fault, his own negligence, but as long as he didn't do it purposely, so then at the next Shemun Esrei, you can say the regular Shemun Esrei for that tefillah, as well as a tefillah's tashlumim, a second Shemun Esrei after that. So, for example, if a person missed Mincha for whatever the reason, so as long as it wasn't bemaze, he can say the regular Shemun Esrei by Marv, and then say this tefillah's tashlumim, a second Shemun Esrei by Marv. So here, too, you would say two tefillahs, one right after the other. The Mishnah Brewer then comments, however, he says, where these halachas will be discussed in Simon Kuvches, and the Mishnah Brewer over there, whether well, the person forgot Arvis and is now diving two shachwises, the second one is a tashlumim, or the person, for whatever the reason, didn't dive in shachwises, and now he's diving a second mincha for the tashlumim. We learned over there, Tzarek Lomar, Ashrei, Bein Tefillah, We say the Tefillah of Ashrei in between the two Shemun Esreis. So in that situation, Lo Yitzur Din said, this Din can't apply that you have to wait the amount of time it takes to walk down in Amos, you have to say Ashrei in between. So therefore, this Din of saying two Shemun Esreis, one right after the other, can only apply, Rak B'Shochach Tefillah HaMincha, person forgot to daven Mincha, and now, Shemespalo Arvish, Shtayim Lashlom, he's davening two Marivs, two Shemun Esreis of Marivish Shemun Esreis, the Shom Lo Yomar Ashrei there, will learn We'll learn over there that you don't say Ashrei by Mariv. And that's why the Mechaber says over you have to wait at least the amount of time between the two Shemunesres that will take you to walk four Amos, again a second or two, to walk the six to eight feet. The Cotton Bays, the Mishnah Brewer writes, Lahamtin, you have to wait the amount of time. When you start counting this amount of time it takes to walk down the the second or two, that's after you've taken the three steps back and said, V'yomer, Oseh Shalom B'Ramah V'Gomer. We start counting the clock, so to say, when you're totally done with the Shmonesrei. What about the Yulu Ratzon? So in Deir Shufut, number three, brings down the extra Yulu Ratzon that we say, that is actually the amount of time that it should take you, maybe a little bit more, to walk the Dalit Amos. And therefore, that's why Chazal instituted saying it there in case you ever have two Shmonesrei, one right after the other. And this is brought down in the name of the Hamakor Chaim. Mishta Brewer in Sivkot and Gimel writes that you have to wait between Bain, Zu, 
Lazu between the two Shmon Esrei's, he brings down Kosa B'Sefer Shulchan Shlomo, the Chayin Imsiim Shmon Esrei. Likewise, if a person finished Shmon Esrei, Av Shaday and Loakaraglov, you haven't yet taken the three steps back, and then you realize Viniskar Shatoa that you made a mistake in the Shmon Esrei. You forgot Yalav Yovah, for example, on a Mincha, which you have to go back and say it. So therefore, Vitzarech Lachzulas Balo, and you have to go back into Daven again. So Yamtin Kozeh, you should wait before you start the Shmon Esrei again, a second or two that you could theoretically walk Dalit Amos to prepare yourself to say the Shemun properly. The issue footnote number four brings down, when the Bihar Locha in Sibim Kufchov Gimel, the Chazan, after he finishes the Sarlan Shemun should also wait a little bit of time before he starts his public reading of the Shemun Opposed to the Tam that's explained by the Shulchan Aruch and the Mishnah Bura elsewhere, that you have to wait a little bit of time because it's Magun, it's disgusting to return right away to the place that you daven, that wouldn't apply over here because the Shliach Tzibur is starting a new Shmon Esrei, so he could go back right away. That's why this additional reason is provided over here. And in the issue footnote number five, he brings down that if in the middle of the Shmon Esrei, not at the conclusion of the Shmon Esrei like we just brought down, but if in the middle of the Shmon Esrei you realize you forgot Yalav Yavu and you have to go back, then you just go back to the place where you're supposed to and you don't have to pause for this distance that it would take you to walk Dalad Amos because you're still in the middle of the Shmon Esrei. Sivkot and Dalad, the Mishnah Bura writes, Kidehiluch, you have to wait this amount of time. Afilu Koma, even if you weren't planning on taking additional three steps forward at the end. You're going to go Davin right where you are. Where after you take the three steps back, that's the place you're going to Davin Shemeneser. You're not going to take three steps forward. But to go back to your place, but before you take those three steps forward, then even if you're not saying another Shemoneswe, it's improper to do that right away. You should pause. As we will learn when we reach that simon. That concludes simon kufhei. And now we go to simon kufvav. Who are people that are exempt from saying Shemoneswe? So the Mechabit starts off and he says, Kol Anybody that is exempt from saying Kriyashma is also Peturim Mitvila, also does not have to say the Shemun Esrei. Anybody that's obligated to say Kriyashma is in general Chayi Betvila, is also obligated to say Shemun Esrei, with one exception. Those people that are escorting a dead body to the cemetery, and they're not really needed to carry the body. Such people are in fact Chayi to say Kriyashma, nevertheless, such people. People are peturim mitvila. Do not have to say the shmon esrei. The Mishnah Bura in Sivkot Aleph writes, "Mikriyashma." They're exempt from saying kriyashma. Mitneishem oski b'mitzvah because the people that are escorting the burial to the cemetery are in fact osik in the mitzvah. Oshet tirudim tirdas mitzvah. They're involved very much and preoccupied with the mitzvah, as we've already learned in Simen Ayin Siv Gimel. The issue footnote number two brings down that even though they were exempt from saying the Shema or the Shema Nesrei, if in fact they said it, they are Yotze with it. And they're not considered like an Onain, who if he's davening something when he wasn't supposed to, is not Yotze, and if the Yaninus ends, he is required to repeat the Tefillah. However, here, they are exempt, but they're not totally exempt, and therefore if they did daven, their Tefillah is Yotze. Sivkot and Beis, the Mishnah Bura writes, wrote Salomar, When we said that there is no need for them to help with the burial, they're just escorting the mace, so there is no ability or need for them to go carry the actual coffin to the grave. The Lav Hachi, because if there was a need potentially for them to carry the coffin, so then they would be exempt even from Kriyashma, as we've also learned already in Simon Ayin Beis, Sif Aleph, Ayin Shom. 
Sivkot and Gimel, they're part of from saying the Shimon Esrei. Hoel, the Hebe Midivrei Sofrim. So Shimon Esrei is only a Din the Rabbanon, so therefore the rabbis exempted them, even though they may not be absolutely necessary for the burial. Vahot, Shibi Amidin, also they have to stand Shimon Esrei standing up. And Yechol Nishos Kokach, and everybody else would have to wait for them. However, Avot Kriyashma, Technically, you only have to stand and have kavana for the first pasuk. And one could even do this while he's about to walk with the crowd towards the cemetery. He could stop and pause for a moment and say this while he's standing up without it really delaying anybody else. So therefore, he's obligated to say the Shema. The Mishnah says, If you missed out on Davni Shmanesri because it was too late after you went to the funeral, you don't have to go make up a Tashlum in Tvila, given the Bishas, Chavos, or your Potim and Adin, because you were technically fully exempt over here from saying Shmanesri because you were involved in a mitzvah, as we also have learned already in Simon Sadi Gimel, and looked there in the Mishnah Bura. The Mechaber continues and he writes, Venoshim Yavodim, women and Evid Kenani or Shivcha Kenani, Shafa Pishib Turmi Kriyashma, even though they're exempt because it's a time dependent mitzvah, saying the Kriyashma, Chayav Mitzvila, they do have to say Shimon Esrei, Menneshi, Mitzvah Sasei, Shalomas Mangrama, because Shimon Esrei is not time dependent. Now, how does this exactly work? So the Mishnah Bur explains the Sivkot and Dalit, calls it Ladasa Rambam. This goes according to the opinion of the Rambam, who writes, Shirak's Mani Tvila, Hemidiri Sofrim, that the actual times that we dive in, that's from the rabbis. But the Ikur Mitzvah of Tvila, Aval Ikur Mitzvah Tvila, Himenator, which is a Doraisa, based upon the Pasukli of Dobuchol of Alchem, and what Avod is this talking about? She, Balev, Heavy Omer Zutvila, this is talking about davening. Elish Enla Nusuch Yedumenator, the obligation to daven from the Torah is any Nusuch that you want. The Yochul Espala Bechol Nusuch Shiyurtsev Cholesh Whenever you want. When a person davens once or during the day or the night, he has completed his obligation according to the Torah. That's why Shemun is not a time-dependent mitzvah. Then the Mishnah Bura continues and he writes, because of that's why women, according to the Morgan of Ram, don't have a Shmanesre, they follow this Rambam. Because when they wake up in the morning, as soon as they get up, right after they wash Negevasa, they make some sort of a request from HaKadosh Baruch and therefore they fulfill their Torah obligation. And maybe even the rabbis didn't obligate them more than that. That's a whole separate discussion which we don't have the time to go into right now, but in Dirshu footnote number 8, he fleshes this out a little bit more, Ayin Shum. However, the Ramban disagrees. The Mishnah Bur says, Avodasa Ramban, she commits a Tvilahim and Divisofim. The entire obligation for davening is from the rabbis. Shem, Anshe Knesset Gedola, which was written by the Anshe Knesset Gedola, Shetiknu Yudches Brochos Alasei, that they set up the Shmonesri in the order that we have it. Lespala Loson, Shachrus Umincha, Chova, the Arvis Rishus, and they set up the davening of Shachrus Umincha as an obligation, and originally Marv was Rishus. And therefore, Vyafa Pishu, Mitzvah Sasei, Midivri Sofim, Shazman Groba, so therefore, this is a time dependent Mitzvah, albeit the Rabbanon, the Hanosh. In Peturos, we call mitzvahs asayshas man grama, and women therefore should have been exempt from this. Even when it's only time dependent because of the rabbis, for example, kigon kiddush lavana, nevertheless, the rabbis obligated women in davening shachris, umincha, kemoa noshim, like men. How will, since, because this is a request for all of your needs, women likewise have the same needs as men to ask for their things that they need. The chain ikr, this is the halacha, ki chain das rov ha poskim. This is, in fact, the opinion of most poskim. The chain ikriya besef shagasaye, so too is the opinion of shagasaye, and therefore the Mishnah concludes, al kain yesh lahazir lenoshim she is spalush monasri, and therefore women should ideally go and say the shmonasri, both by shachris and by mincha. Furthermore, the Nocho Gam Ken Shiyakabu Lema Mako Shemaim, they should also accept the partners of the Yovak Kodesh Barucho, the Hainu Shiyomu Al Koponim Shema Yisrael, they should also say, therefore, the Shema Yisrael, as we've already learned in Simon Ayin. 
They should also say the bracha of Emes because they have a mitzvah of Zechir Sitzias Mitzrayim. And also, in this way, can they listen they can connect that to the Shmonesrei, as the Mogan of Ram wrote over there as well in Simon Ayin. But this applies just to Shachos and Mincha. But by Marv, which is a Rishos, the women never accept it upon themselves, even though the men have now accepted upon themselves as an obligation. And that's why women do not have to daven Marv. What about Musaf? The Mishabur brings down the Tzlach, who says that they are potter, but the Mogin Gibarim paskins that they are Mechuyavos. Even though we're in the middle of this sif, this is a good breakpoint, and this will conclude today's shir.